Well, hello. You are listening to the Swinging Flamingo Podcast. This is a sexually explicit podcast, and you must be 18 to listen unless you want to share an awkward listening experience with your parents. This is not professional advice. This is our opinion based on our journey through the swinging lifestyle. So, are you ready to flamingo with us? Hola, senor flamingo. Como es ese coño tuyo de un million de dolores? <laughs> what are you laughing at? Did my uh, Rosanna Stone finally work on you? What is that? <laughs> Rosetta Stone? Rosetta Stone. Close enough. Yeah, you're on the right track. <laughs> well, we've been working on our Spanish. Didn't we agree to do this episode in Spanish to reach out to a new listenership? Yeah. Do you really want to go there? No, I don't because I can't Google Translate fast enough to keep up with what we need to say. <laughs> and by the way... Amazing. Amazing. Okay. If I said it correctly and I don't offend one of the two Spanish listeners we might have after this, then I guess we're off to a good start. Well, I'll be honest, I'm still feeling kind of the Spanish influence from our trip to Vegas recently. Yes, because we got to speak with this very sexy. Very sexy. And I have to say, the accent and the voice was very wetting. Uh oh. Did you get a little girl boner from them? I did. Well, let's go ahead and share with who we're talking about Priority Society. Yes, Eros and Isis from the Priority Society. We met up with them on our recent trip to Vegas and did a quick interview. What well, was going to be a quick interview? Now, at the end, they were showing us the mood lighting, and I was kind of hoping that, well, are we uh, are we scheduling this in? Is it time? I was excited. I even jumped on the bed. I thought he was going to jump on the bed with me. Well, let's set this up. We, we have been chatting with him via Twitter when we first started, and he said that they would get together with us and do a quick interview. So we went and met him at their hotel, which, as a swinger rule, that's probably set up for <laughs> failure or something good either way. And I wasn't sure at the end how it was going to go. Now, let's say we went ahead and met them met Mandalay and met him in the lobby and got our introductions out and went up to the room and to where it all started going from there. Now I'm just going to start. They were a very attractive couple. Oh yeah. He was very sexy. Well, you've been looking for an Antonio Banderas. So <laughs> with that sexy voice of his, you could roll with it. I know. Unfortunately during the episode, I, I just had to sit there and listen. All I could do, like I was just mesmerized by his voice. They're sexy and then super smooth at what they do. So you just kind of sit there hypnotized. Now we walked in, we got up their room and they were showing us around and we were getting the equipment set up and She's a very sexy little senorita in her own right. So she had on this little mini skirt and a cute Priority Society t-shirt. I don't know if you caught, but at one point she sat back on the bed and gave me a little panty peek. No, I wasn't watching her. I was oh watching goodness. him. Oh, my goodness. Now, you know when we go to San Antonio and we go to the Mexican market and go to Mi Tierra, we walk in there, there's a big bakery full of Mexican sweets behind glass, and me being a candy addict, I kind of walk in and stop with this childlike glare. That's what I was trying not to do when she was sitting there showing me her <laughs> panties through her dress. I'm just like, okay, we're guests in the room. I need to behave here. <laughs> yeah, it was a little different because we were there for actually work and not playtime. Who knows? It could it could have gone a different direction. Yes. Kind of hoping it might have. Do you think they were flirting with us? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. That's me too. And I listen back to the thing. I'm like, well, they're either sitting there listening to us going, well, we were just being polite. I know. Or they're like, yeah, you idiots. You don't pick up on clues very well. We're not sure which direction to but have I gone with that. But I know that they had a schedule to stick to. That's the reason I kind of was like, all yeah. right, I guess I'll jump off the bed. Put my legs back together and yeah. jump off the bed. If you've listened to their episodes, they talk about how they set up their room with the bar and the mood lighting. And they said, oh, let us give you a quick intro on how the mood lighting works. So they pull the curtains and fire up the laser lights and like the glow lights. Seconds. Miss Flamingo's like, oh, this is impressive, and jumps on the bed. I'm like, well, that was quick. <laughs> oh, but they they did have a schedule they had to stick to. We yeah. knew that. Maybe that was their out. They said, oh, these dumb Texans, we're, we're done with them. 
Now, the other thing we had kind of spoke about before we went in on meeting with them, one thing we don't really want to get involved in is being one of these podcasters that only interacts with other podcasters within the community. It seems like there's so many that don't socialize outside of the podcaster circle. And when we talk to people, that's one thing they don't really like is it seems like somewhat of an elite society among podcasters. When we were discussing amongst ourselves, in other words, me and Miss Lomingo, if we wanted to possibly hook up with Priori Society, if we had the option granted, that it wasn't something we wanted to start off being those people. Well, and I will say if we did hook up with them, you guys wouldn't be hearing we hook up with them because we don't kiss and tell. Nope. So you can just leave that to your imagination. Just pretend like we did and think about it. (laughs) So now the reason we were there was we wanted to interview them and talk about closing on uh, big lifestyle events. And it just so happened that we were kind of going through a real life situation uh, with a couple at one of the big events that we were at that week. It almost turned out our interview with them almost became a little mini coaching session. So why don't you go ahead and set up the story about the couple, give a little bit of overview. I know we talked about it in the prior episode. We'll talk about it some in this one, but go ahead and just set up what's going to go down in the next coming up clip. To make a long story short, we met this couple and they were chatting with another couple also that they had spent the prior day before. And if you've ever been to a large lifestyle event, when people say, if you want to hook up with someone... You need to meet them, schedule a time, get it done right away. Don't wait till the end. Well, after several big events, we realized that's actually true. And that actually puts us out of our comfort a little bit because we don't work that fast. No, we're social swingers. So we like to take our time and get to know people. But also we realize at times we're there to play and so are others. So for us, making that quick connection, as we like to call it, or a short sale is difficult for us. So that's what we were wanting to talk to them about, is possible tips for us as well as anybody else that gets in the situation where they want to hook up quickly at a large event. So we uh, met this couple, and we were hanging out there. I guess it was the six of us, and we had spent a few days with them. Now, the evening of the white party, the couple had invited us to their table with the other couple they had been hanging out with the day before, and we were all drinking and having a good time. At the end of the night, the couple went home with the couple they were hanging out with before and kind of left us. Now, let me just interject something here. When we were invited to hang out with this couple that was already on another date, we sort of felt like the third wheel starting out, but we're also like, hey, we like this couple that's inviting us, so we would like to work on setting up, possibly play the night after. We realized that they were already spoken for and didn't want to interfere in that, which we're fine with. We don't own anybody. We can wait our turn, but that's kind of where we were putting ourselves in our heads where we thought we were going with this situation. Well, and they had already met the couple and made plans with them. It's not like we were their second thoughts. We didn't just cut in and say, excuse us, we're going to get some of this. Yeah. So they left with that couple. So the next day we spent kind of off and on time with them here and there, messaging and... uh, Doing some flirting, we felt like. Yes. And so they finished what they needed to with their prior couple. So they were kind of giving us a little more attention. We sat at their table again that evening. We went out to dinner with them afterward, and that's where it went sideways. That's kind of where the story takes a turn. We thought everything was going good, and we, we'd put in a day and a half worth of flirting with this couple. We weren't really finding any other, what we'd say, targets to spend our time on, so we thought this was going to be a move-forward situation with them. So we leave dinner, walk back across the street, and as we're coming back across the street, she and I are kind of talking amongst ourselves, going, okay, we're going to end up in our room or their room. And No, you actually, Mr. Flamingo, said, are we headed to your room or our room? And the husband said... Uh, we're going to our room. We'll see you guys tomorrow. So what was our feelings after that? Well, Mrs. Flamingo was like, check, I'm done. 
<laughs> yeah, but we were worked up, so we did our own thing. Still had some amazing sex amongst us that night. But when we look at the time we invested with this couple, it was kind of disappointing. Granted, there weren't a lot of couples we were interested in, but this one seemed to be a move forward situation from us. Now, being at a big event, we still wanted to keep our options open. So we kind of started uh, hanging out with other people and kind of looking for new new people coming in and seeing if there was something else we were interested in. And so with that said, we happened to do this interview in the middle of this. <laughs> Again, we started off wanting to speak with them on kind of some things that we were talking about, some signs between ourselves, you know, how you how you put this together. And as we're explaining it, as you can tell, he just goes, okay, give me the scenario that's going on with this couple here and walked us through it. Now let's get to our interview and get more in depth of what our journey was and what we learned. Even though we've been in this, you know, close to 15 years and they've only been in it less than five, you still learn stuff every day. And especially when you're in the middle of something, you don't realize what actually your advice would be to someone else. And when you listen to them, they have a very business-like take on it. From us being a social swinger, it was a little different aspect to hear how they run their business, for lack of better terms. Yeah, which it did open our eyes and made us reevaluate big events, and I think there's some good pointers in there. It's a long interview. We're going to warn you, but when we were editing it and cleaning it up, there's so much pertinent information for newbies or established people alike that there wasn't a lot that we could cut. So let's go ahead and get into the interview, and when we're done with the interview, we will let you know how our weekend with the couple from Vegas finished up. Welcome back to Las Vegas. We are in the hotel room with... Our good friends, Eros and Isis from the Priory Society. Welcome, Hell guys. Yeah. Hi. Thank you for having us, guys. Thank yeah, you. great. We're actually sitting around waiting on their them to down their drinks and uh, waiting on the roofies to kick in, but we thought, we, <laughs> thought we'd do a little talking beforehand. We don't need roofies. Yeah. No roofies. Well, that's a, well, too late now. <laughs> if you gave us roofies, it might put me to sleep. <laughs> I don't, but I don't want to be asleep because look at her. She's amazing. I know. Are you, are you functional when you're asleep? I don't know. My penis will still be hard, so you can sit <laughs> do on whatever it. you want. <laughs> just, just tell me you did a good job. That's all I do. I'm sitting like my knee is almost touching. I Mrs. know. Flamingo. You're trying to get closer. I'm like maybe nine inches away from her knee, her leg, and her feet. Yeah. I'm right here. The star Mike is in I'm the way. Getting a quarter chub. <laughs> he, he's not quite where Ron Jeremy was then, was he? Oh my goodness. We ran into Ron Jeremy yesterday oh, yeah. at our hotel. Someone made me take a picture with him. Yeah, you're, you're all over him. Come on now. He kept trying to kiss me. Oh, sure. Really? Yeah. And then he was rubbing up on me, telling me he could still get hard by rubbing me. I was like, that's wow. great. Wow. So you're, okay, walk away. Thank you. Walk so away. your quarter tub hasn't impressed her yet. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure it was his leg? It was probably his penis rubbing up on you. <laughs> He's supposed to have like a really large wiener. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I wonder if he put a croc on his penis because he was wearing pajama pajama bottoms and crocs. Oh, so he was quite, oh, he was quite wow. the trendsetter there. He's just, just casual. Yeah. Just yeah. walking to expo halls, right? right. I'm sure he just had no underwear on, probably just going commando in probably. those probably. thin PJ pants. <laughs> yep, I imagine. <laughs> But anyway, we're here at the ASN convention, the Swinger Convention, as well as the ABN Awards, and we just wanted to hook up with our friends here. We're struggling a little bit in lifestyle. Though we've been in this a while, for some reason we have a trouble sh- closing the short deals. In other words, when we meet a couple at a convention or a large event, we do not have good luck closing the deal. So we thought we would reach out to these two since they were across town and see if they can give us amateurs some advice to this. <laughs> you guys are... You, you don't sound like amateurs. You sound I think you guys are pretty good. <laughs> How long have you guys been doing stuff in the lifestyle? I 
probably say roughly 15 years. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So three years for us, but um, mm -hmm. two years because the first year was pretty much just, just bumping into shit. Fantasy talk. Fantasy, yeah. not playing. Yeah. A lot, but, of but, a lot of communication, figuring yeah. out what you oh, want yes. to do. Definitely. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of like fantasizing when we were in bed, just the two of us, and we went to lifestyle events but never did anything. We were just paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, though, uh, we brought to the lifestyle our experience in sales and marketing, and at mm -hmm. the end of the day, you're just dealing with people. Yes. And the fact that you might get naked at the end of the day is just a nice bonus, but the lifestyle is a big social experiment, and when your listeners realize that, then it's going to become very easy because people are very predictable. Mm -hmm. And we talked to, and I know you guys were, you had sent over a couple bullet points about what we were going to talk about. And I, I appreciate that. And I thought immediately that these are great topics for your listeners mm -hmm. because um, everyone needs a little help in hand. Sweetie, any, mm -hmm. anything you want to add to the opening? I, I mean, when we saw your questions, how to close the deal, we struggled with that ourselves. Yeah. In the very now, that, beginning. now that surprises me. I listen to y'all's podcast and I say even here in person y'all are attractive and smooth as butter. We assume that people <laughs> would be you. throwing themselves at you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. You don't have to lie. I'm a, I'm a ugly motherfucker. You're talking about my wife. I know you are. <laughs> I'm an ugly dude. Me ugly no, Mexican dude. And you know what? It doesn't matter because that's why we bring the bar with us. Yes. Drinks help. When, when the, a woman drinks I suddenly become a bit more good looking. And also the lighting has to be perfect because if I have an overhead light, I look more like a monkey. I get the chimpanzee look with my cheekbones. So that's why I picked I this. You, you got the red light over oh, there for God. the mood setting. Yes. Yeah, give me a little flattering, softer glow. Right? Right? Makes my skin looks uh, look like less jaundice. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> now, now they're, so, they're totally talking out their ass on these po on these points here. So wait till you see them in person. Listen, yeah. So we we struggled with you know, closing the deal and transitions in the beginning. And so we've been there. We know a lot of our listeners also experience the same thing. They go through dry spells and they wonder if something's wrong with them or what are they doing wrong. And yeah. One thing I want yeah. the listeners to know is that number one, you're in the right place because mm -hmm. these guys don't fuck around They're We like to say that we're very unconventional and listening to your show, you don't give a shit. You're talking from a perspective of, Hey, this is us. We're not going to try to sell you a bunch of shit. We're, yeah. we're just going to yeah. talk about our experiences. Mm -hmm. And so that's refreshing. I think a lot of listeners will appreciate it. The other thing I think they'll appreciate is that um, we're about to reveal a bunch of the tactics that we use from the seminar business. Now, we run um, you know, business training workshops and things like that. And you know, we sell from the stage. And mm -hmm. you have to, if you're in a weekend event and you're training a group of 100 or 500 people, and you're going to make an offering at the end of the weekend. Your purpose is to close as many people as possible because hopefully what you're offering is a great thing and it's going to help a lot of people and yeah. change their lives. Otherwise, you wouldn't be promoting it. So that perspective of selling a great product and closing people that desperately need your product and become, they're going to become better as a result of having your product is the same approach we use in the lifestyle. You guys are, yeah. from what I can tell, you're great people. And... Great vibe, great great energy, and your listeners that are sitting there maybe struggling with closing the deal. They're good people, and they know it. They have a good heart. It's just a matter of showcasing the best qualities, and we'll yes. break it down. As soon as you start asking us some stuff, right. we're going to give you guys and your listeners a real nice perspective on this all. I would say for us, one of the issues that we have, especially at a large event, is that we have different personalities. Mm -hmm. So we go on the hunt and attack differently. Different speeds. Mm-hmm. 
lot different speeds. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Flamingo goes in with the, who am I going to hook up with? Who do I want to? Yeah. That's my point of view. Where do from I insert him. my penis? Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She's looking at me. I'm over there. Yeah. <laughs> Where I go in and I'm like, we're going to party. We're going to live it up. Let's get do something crazy. Yeah. And then yeah. I kind of like that guy. He can keep up with me. We're good. Yeah. yeah. So party first. Yes. And then hook up later. Yeah. <laughs> I think for the uh, average person that has a different type of personality is that we, um, you know, we're actually working on an episode right now called The Four-Way Connection. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I'd like for your people to understand is everyone seems to be looking for an alternate soulmate or an alternate husband. We're just looking for compatibility for 90 minutes. That's it. Basic compatibility. Right. Did I say that right? Compatibility. Compatibility. (laughs) Wait, this vodka is taking effect. It's the roofing. Yes, it's just water, it's the baby. Yeah. It's like, like, yes. Hey, some of these podcasters talk about the drinks they're drinking. I got this uh, drink here off of Bill Cosby website, so let me know how you like it. Like let me go to WebMD. Check my, check right my symptoms right now. Scan your finger on the, um, on the sensor. Yep, that's it. I got exactly what the roofie's supposed to do. No, but um, here's check this out, guys. So uh, speeds, uh, okay. Do you guys hunt at the same speed or have the same agenda when you walk into an event? I would say yes, because we communicate really well with each other beforehand, and we do an entire thing we call an awareness campaign. So we're we're working together to see, okay, well, let's look at who's going to be at the event, who are SVP. We send strategic messages out to the people who so, like pictures. Real and, quick, if, yeah. in case someone doesn't know what awareness yes, campaign is. thank you. Because <laughs> you're explaining it. Yeah, I'm tell them what it is. <laughs> thank you. Um, it's basically letting... Uh, the people know that we're going to be at the event too. Right. What, what, how do we make that happen? People call it hunting, but we look at it more as fishing. You know, you really want people to come to you, to attract them to you, set out a nice lure with your pictures and your profile and, you know, put your best effort forward and then, you know, cast a wide net. But when we are quote unquote hunting, it starts before the event, before we get there. We'll communicate with each other and say, okay, who do you like? Who's going to be there? And we set dates to meet couples for drinks mm-hmm. at the event. Some of them don't work out. What's our ratio out of like... We have a 10% nakedness success rate. Out of 100 people, we might meet in person yeah. with probably 10 couples. Right. We might end up with one couple or two couples mm-hmm. in sexy time. Only because my lady's picky as fuck, so am I. But <laughs> yeah. people talk themselves out of shit. Yes. You start a kick chat and they're, they're end up stupid shit. How's your day going? How, how are you today? How are you so far? And it's like, dude, don't fucking ask me that. Yeah. I just got someone yeah. called in sick today. Don't fucking, you know right. what I mean? So out of 100 people, we might end up seriously taking anyone seriously with maybe 10 couples or less. Yeah. And then maybe one or two couples, um, if that. So at an event, uh, as we talk about the like, closing strategies from the sales mm-hmm. background, we look at an event as... We do a business training. Going to have a hundred people in that room. Fifty people need this product. Everyone needs it, but only about fifty will see value in it. And then less than that will have the money for it. And then less than that will actually take action. It's about five percent people take massive action at events. Yeah. And in the lifestyle, it's about the same thing. You'll go to a lifestyle event. People are just walking around trying to do too much, trying to do too many dates. Mm-hmm. Yes. Instead of like my lady and I do, we create the awareness campaign from bef- before the event. We have meet and greets lined up before we get there. Yes. And that way when we get there, there's no pressure for anything because we're, our agenda's filled. Exactly. We have people okay. right now on Cassidy sending us messages last night. What are you guys doing 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock? That's just way too late. Yeah, yeah. Well, last our, night. Our, mm-hmm. our Saturday night, our Friday night last night was booked a week ago. We already knew what we were going to do mm-hmm. at 7 p.m., 9. And our default is if somebody flakes, there's always a back plan with a couple that 
we tell, we're going to be coming into town a little bit later, around 11 p.m., even though we might be here at 6. Are you available for a later meeting? Right. And in that way, no matter what happens, my lady and I can go to a nice dinner. But if we feel like reaching out to a couple, we haven't flaked because they know we're going to be in town and available at 11 p.m., Mm-hmm. Not any earlier. Yeah. So that's a contingency plan. And they're grateful because they can make another plan, too. Right. Yeah, that's They nice. can meet up with another couple at 6, 7 if they want to. Yeah. It's never flaky and it's never shady. Mm-hmm. We like to be very upfront with people. Yeah. And, for example, last night we had a, a date with a couple at 11 p.m. We didn't feel like going out. So we, we mm-hmm. told the couple, we just, look, I know we had a date. Uh, any chance you're available on Sunday instead? And they basically excused themselves they said, you know, we are here on Sunday, but we do have plans already. Enjoy your weekend in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And we, we said, okay, cool, you too. If Sunday works out, let us know. Yeah. But these dates were set up two weeks, a right. week ago. Yeah, and that's nice so, that they're understanding. Yeah, Definitely. because we never yeah. let yeah. them on. We never said, hey, 7 o'clock, yeah. oh, sorry, we can't make it. It was very realistic. So when it comes to, for example, you asked us, do, we, do you have an outcome when you go to an event? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We, yes. I would never open up a restaurant without, we need people, we need customers, we need sales. Yeah. Just like we would never go to a lifestyle event saying, we're no expectations, we're going to go with the flow. Well, you're kind of asking for that because Universe yeah. is just going to give you that. That's right. Yeah. You're going to go with the flow and you're going to go from one couple to another and at the end of the night, you're not going to have a plan. You're just going to walk the Las Vegas Strip and it's going to be a great night. You're going to be together as a couple. That's right. But it's not going to be an epic night in terms of the lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, people that haven't been to like a hotel takeover event or a you know multi-day event maybe it's a resort like Hito or Desire mm-hmm. or something if they haven't been you have to understand that you are surrounded by hundreds of couples hundreds of sexy people yes and you might think okay well there's a bunch of lifestyle people at this event it's going to be easy to get laid if that's what you're looking for not at all however <laughs> There are people there that just want to party, people that just want to be naked, people that like to dress up in costumes, people that don't full swap, that they're not swingers, uh, people who only soft swap. So you've got to come up with a strategy to make the most of your time because it is an investment. You're taking time away from family, kids, and flights and flights and all that. What were you going to okay, say? That's a good lead-in for one of the questions we had. How long will you spend talking to someone? One, how much time will you invest trying to seal the deal? Or two, how much time will you invest if you just like someone and want to talk to them? I know it's kind of two separate questions there. It's okay. You're you're kind of getting there with, you know. Why don't you flow into that, sweetie, because there's two perspectives. One is we will know a week before the event whether we're going to invest any time at all. Yes. But let's just say, take the scenario where you meet someone at the event and you engage in a conversation. Maybe they're at the pool at a takeover event. Sure. Uh Maybe they're at the bar. How long would you chit-chat with someone and qualify them? Because it's all about sorting for us. We're sorting people Definitely. very quickly. Yes, okay. you okay. have to. Well, so within a couple minutes, we'll know if we want to pursue the conversation further. I mean, at first glance, you can tell if you're attracted to somebody. Mm-hmm. Now, you may not notice a lot about their attitude or personality right away because right. maybe it's the first time you've seen them. I mean, we're looking at people all the time. So we can tell if someone, if some guy had a bad attitude or, you know, if he wasn't treating his lady right, that'd be a turnoff and we wouldn't spend any time talking to them. But, yeah. you know. If they're arguing near the bathroom, but they're smiling in the party, that's a red flag, too. We're going to avoid that. So we're always observing people. So even before we get a chance to speak with them, we know a little bit about them. But when we actually have a conversation within a couple minutes, we'll know. 
I mean, we can tell, hey, you know, this is a, you know, friend zone couple, or this is a couple that, you know, will propose, hey, you guys want to get a drink refill, come back to our room. If you feel like playing later, come get us, something like that. So we don't, yeah, yeah. we've gotten pretty good at And that. we don't propose playing until maybe 30 minutes in yeah. to a couple that we've already pre-qualified as someone who we want to pursue for further involvement. Yes. One of the things that I think the, the listeners can benefit from is you want to have an outcome for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, look, let's meet, I don't know, let's meet, let's make five new couples friends tonight. Let's mm-hmm. just meet them and chit chat with them. But if you didn't do the stuff that we do, which is plan before the event mm-hmm. to have the date yeah. and you just happen to be there or maybe someone flaked or mm-hmm. something or ghosted yeah. and now you find yourself at a party and now you're having to go on the prowl, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, let's mm-hmm. go screen some people. You just have to realize that most people hate rejection, so they won't approach. Right, yeah. because they don't want to feel, they don't want to even entertain the possibility of someone saying, no thanks, uh, we're going to go with our friends, bye. Lifestylers need to embrace the fact that not everyone's for them. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people assume, like if we're sitting down, the four of us are talking, they'll assume we're hooking up instead of coming up and joining right. in oh, our, yeah. our conversation. Right. Exactly. And, yeah. and you may be in a qualifying conversation to see if they're cool or not, but an outsider couple looking at you will look at you and say, damn it, they're already talking to that couple. Yeah. Yeah. Look yep. at that couple's hot. We don't stand a fucking chance. Yet, for you, in your eyes, you really like that other couple yeah. that's yes. looking at you yes. inside. So the idea is that if, you're, if we're huddling together, a, a lower self-esteem person would look at a group and say, damn it, that's not for us. Mm-hmm. They've already chosen. A higher self-esteem person would say, we're going to wiggle ourselves into that conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to find a way to say hello. Yeah. And as soon as they're done, we're going to yank them over here. And it's going to have to be not a gimmick. It's just going to have to be one of these things that you come up and you say, hey, guys, we recognize you from Cassidy. This is my wife. Mm-hmm. We just wanted to say hi. Oh, by the way, what are you guys this? Are you doing? Are you drinking? This? Are you staying on site? You're in a conversation. And again, now you're pre-qualified them. And it's kind of like a mortgage application, right? Are they nice? Do they yeah. do they have crazy weird lesions around their face? Is their white coat is their tongue coated with white stuff? You're kind of going through like yeah. do they look kind of healthy? You're doing your checklist. Are yes. their eyes clear? Yeah. You know, are their right. toenails clear? Are they do they have yeah. all their oh, teeth? Yeah. Nice she does. So <laughs> you're kind of going through like hey, you know, is their breath semi fresh? Have they been yeah. fasting? Do they, you know, They've been eating ass all that. What's going on? Yes, yes. So you're, <laughs> Did they you're, use mouthwash? Yeah, yeah. Do they own a tongue scraper? So you're going through in all these basics, right? Because you already know you're, you have a, a baseline of attraction, or you wouldn't be in the interaction. But after that, then, can they form full sentences? Yeah. Do they seem like people that, that we would consider being naked with? Yeah. Do they have a sense of humor? Yeah. Can know? we vibe? Or, are we going to have a cool time? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, though, you have to realize that I think most people, they would talk themselves out of a scenario based on the way someone looks and I think that's a huge mistake for a new lifestyler Mm -hmm. is that we're all the lifestyle if anyone listens to podcasts out there there's this huge trend of everyone saying that, oh, the lifestyle's perfect, it's non-judgmental, and everyone's great. And it's like, look, if you want to live in fantasy land, that's fine. But I think listeners of this podcast and people who come to listen to us mm-hmm. at PriorySociety.com, that's plug that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, available on all the podcasts. You can say that every other sentence, it's fine with us. Merchandise available. <laughs> so you can find swingers. Got our merch. No, if you wear a shirt, people are going to know you're a cool person. Well, but here's the deal. Not to be salesy. And I forget where I was going because there's there's so much to talk about here. <laughs> what was I saying? We'll talk about that. being judgmental. Yeah. Okay, okay. So we talked about earlier, before we press record, that for a full year, my lady and I just observed and we did a lot of meet and greets. Over 100 yeah. meet and greets, just chit-chatting. We didn't play with anybody. Nope. Social experiment, just checking things out. Yeah. And my lady would say no to everyone. I would say no to everyone. After a year, 
And a huge tip for the listeners, if you can compress that year into maybe a few weeks, you're going to have a better time in the lifestyle yeah. because we missed out on so many cool people. We mm-hmm. did. We missed out on wonderful opportunities and we know it. Mm-hmm. And even people that, that we said no to back then saw us as, oh, they're, they, that couple doesn't play. Yeah. They're just mm-hmm. here to fucking party. Right. So we became the, the couple that doesn't fuck, the couple that doesn't play. Mm-hmm. And that ruined our chances because word spread. Oh, you like them? Oh, be careful with them. They don't play. And that's because we were prejudging people. And the whole thing I was talking about the podcasters, right? Everyone says they don't judge. Everyone fucking judges. The thing is, people don't vocalize it. But if I were to put a recorder in all of your listeners' heads right now and play back all the things they say quietly to themselves as they're driving around town, Mm -hmm. that motherfucker just cut me off. You Mm -hmm. fucking (laughs) asshole. You with your fucking glasses. And, And you don't... If I replay that, you'll realize that people just in general, we have our own prejudices based on our own upbringings, people of a certain skin tone or their accents, people because I'm Mexican may look at me in a certain way. You have a a hunch of the things that you believe in your own model of the world. So what we're saying here is that if we can get your listeners to bypass that critical faculty that says, I don't know about that. That fucker has a lot of tattoos, man. I don't know. I'd be all over him. He could be an amazing <laughs> yeah. dude, right? Right. Or yes. like, oh, look at that girl. She fucking, uh, she looks she, like the cheerleader who rejected me in high school. She Fuck wears that. a muumuu. She's got a shaved head. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I like to wear muumuus, and Mr. Yeah. Flamingo hates them. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, there's nothing flattering about him. I'm like, but they're sexy. They're comfortable. They're comfortable. You, you, have, to, you have to yeah. think of what's underneath. <laughs> look at them titties, dude. Oh, I know. She has some milky ones. They're out there today. <laughs> they're uh, And as I'm saying titties, I'm leaning out. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. sitting here, I'm like, what would Look at them. Look at them. Okay, um, what let's are get we talking about? Yes. Okay, no, uh, guys, let's. Let, this is their show. We need to shut We need to shut up. Because the listeners are like, dude, I came here to listen to Mr. Mr. Mingle. These fuckers are hijacking. No, no, no. All right, go ahead. I will say, like, one thing that we've ran into the last three days is we met two couples that they were together and we didn't pre-qualify them or anything. Mm-hmm. Met them on the fly. We don't, we don't do the pre-qualification, so that's, yeah. we're, we're playing everything on the fly right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they invited us to their, they had a private table. We've been going out with them every night, hanging oh, nice. out, this and that. Well, the, the four of them, I guess, hooked up, mm-hmm. left us. Uh-huh. They apologized the next day. Mm-hmm. But then after they hooked up, I guess they... Went their separate ways. Went their separate ways. Yeah. And then the one yeah. couple was talking with us, and so we're kind of like, all right. Tonight will be the night. We'll hook up with yeah. them. Right. And mm-hmm. then it was like, all right, we're going to go to dinner. We're going to, you know, and so we're mm-hmm. like, we got to go back to our hotel room for just a second. Let us change. And we're yeah. checking in, like, mm-hmm. what are we going to do? Are yeah. we going to do this? Yeah. You know, all right, let's go to eat and then we'll check it out, you know. Yeah. Well, then we spent a couple hours eating and then they're like, all right, we're going to bed. <laughs> oh. So it didn't work out. Yeah. No. no. Are they traveling and together as friends? No. No. Different, different parts D- of the world. Different countries. They just knew each other. Yeah. They met each other here. Yes. Yeah. And so we've been with them for three nights. You know, and then tonight they're like, "Oh, we're gonna party it up," and so we're kind of like, "What do point another, do we invest, do we invest another night, yeah. a day in them, right. or are oh, we no, kind of like?" Here's our phrase: <laughs> "Fuck the fuck off." You fucked with us, and you wasted our time for yeah. two nights. Yeah. Our efforts are somewhere else, unless there's nothing else going on. It's a dry spell, and yeah. you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. But sloppy seconds, it's fine. We don't own messy them. thirds. Right. It's okay. But <laughs> uh, it, it would be completely up to you. My thing: if there was a couple that we were investing time with, and we were kind of hanging out. There's nothing wrong with making friends. It just yeah. depends on if you want to have a nice social escapade in Vegas. 
then that's what it is. It's a social escape. And you, if you don't care if you play or not, because there are many couples that really don't care. They, right. they like the environment. Yeah. They love the sexy vibe. They want to dance. They just want to interact with people. Mm-hmm. And that they use that as foreplay to go have sex yeah. with each other as husband and wife later. Right. And now, that would be fine. We've already qualified that they are players. So some, we've got past the, heard their stories that they do play. And you'd be interested in playing with them. Yes. Yes. But now okay. how do you go from the conversation of just a regular conversation with them to, hey, we want to play? Here's a big lesson. We like to play early and quickly before dinner. That way, and we call it door dash and dirty. Yes. Like we we want to be doing stuff. We want to have a drink and do stuff by maybe six, seven o'clock. Yes. So that the end of the, the rest of the night doesn't really matter. Right. It's just fun at mm-hmm. that point. You can meet someone else. You can play again with them around two if you wanted to. But your key here with this couple is to nail them down early. Mm-hmm. You drop the hints, the flirt. You know, you're meeting with them. Hey, let's get together for a drink down at the downstairs lobby or whatever. Or come over to our bar. We sent you a picture of our bar mm-hmm. on Kick if you're messaging with them. Mm-hmm. We've got this bar waiting for you. Let's make some drinks. Come over around 5 o'clock before dinner. Do your play. Get it out of the way. And then let them go yeah. and let them do their thing. And then you're satisfied. But you got to get that play out of the way. Don't invest another evening of chit-chat because yeah. you don't know who they're talking to. And if they're like exactly. us, they have five potential dates that night. So now you're up against mm-hmm. a bunch of sexy people. Right. Well, going back to one of our original things, we hunted her fish at different things. And I want to, I, I should start saying fish. I don't want to say hunt because I sound like a sexual predator out here. So <laughs> please, please drop that from your vocabulary. I'm really, I'm really going to sound like Bill Cosby when this is all done. Everyone knows you're a fucking That's sexual predator. <laughs> He, like I said, he walks in, he's like, right there, I'm going. I'd seen Chris Hansen follow me around in the, in the lobby. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't quite sure what was you, happening. You can't hide that. <laughs> sorry, sorry, we have a chair over here. We need to talk. I'm going to make you a shirt. Never, oh, it's going no. to say in the front, it's like, beware, I'm coming. Yes. <laughs> I'm coming for you. All right, so no, go ahead. Let's take it in your direction because I want to cover everything mm-hmm. and, and we want to also diagnose what's going on with this particular couple. Yes. Like this, I said, yeah. what you already said. We've been there. Yeah, yeah. We've invested a, a full day at mm-hmm. the pool, chit-chatting with yep. a couple, only to at the end of the night, have, they, they say to us, oh, my wife's on her period. Mm-hmm. Um, we There's no possibility of play this yeah. weekend. This event, we're just here to play. We're just here to party, party. and dance. Yeah. Right. And then we kick ourselves because we're like, fuck, if a couple questions early in the day, yes. and we would have skipped them. They would have yeah. friend-zoned. And we yeah. meet them later. Right. They're not disqualified. Yeah. They're not, hey, you know. They go back in the queue till another They're time. just going to go back yeah. to the bottom of the pile. Right. For another day, another event, and we re- remain friendly with them. So, anyway, go ahead because this is getting real good. So, <laughs> yes. Um, so, like we spoke about earlier, what's the best way that you'd give us advice? Fishing at different speeds. She wants to party throughout the day and finish the night. Her party throughout the day's foreplay. I would rather, if we're attractive and everything's hitting on a good level, mm-hmm. go ahead and jump into play. How would you advise us to move forward? Well, I would go back to your history and say if something's not working for you, for both of you, right, mm-hmm. then you come up with some kind of compromise. You already told us it's an issue. Yeah, yes. it's an issue, and yeah. and the issue lies in the fact that you guys have different velocities going on. Yeah, and can I just jump in? Please, real fast? Please. only before I forget. Okay, I, I'll forget. <laughs> um, everyone has their own level of libido, their own level of yeah. attraction, mm-hmm. their own values in the lifestyle. Misses, your values are different than yours, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, meaning the outcome of the day, you're playing it out a little differently than he is. Yes. Same with us. Yes. Now you get four people together and it's a clusterfuck because now you might be coordinated with my wife right. but with the dude, we're just like, oh, fuck, you know, maybe I don't want to seem like a predator mm-hmm. so I'm going to lay back. Right. Now your wife is going to say, 
this Mexican dude's not interested in me. Exactly. He's so laid back. He's not looking yeah. at me. I'm just trying to be respectful because you, you know, look at your fucking shoulders, man. Look at those arms. <laughs> I don't want you. I've you seen know, him. It, it's, it's padded. <laughs> yeah. So no, he's yoked out, man. I can tell. I'm fucking yes. buff, dude. So got the dad bod going on. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing is, the, the sooner people realize that you're dealing with four different models of the world, mm-hmm. four different perspectives of how they perceive fun. I can ask my lady, I could say um, uh, to a group of people, Las Vegas, give me the first seven words that come to your mind. And some mm-hmm. people will say, steakhouse dinner at the Bellagio, mm-hmm. the Cirque, wine, champagne. Another group will say, Las Vegas, bottle service, party, watch Body the sun shots. come up. Yeah. Yep. And then another group will say, honeymoon, kids, treasure island. Mm-hmm. And now you're fucked because you didn't know that before. You, yeah. I think people need, you need to elicit people's values. Yes. And you do that without being clinical. Hey, guys, so what's, what's your Vegas experience been like? Were you able to play without, like, kissing and telling, right? You guys find yeah. some fun so far? You also don't want to seem like the person who's trying to find out whether this couple fucks a lot. So we'll do it right. very gently, and we'll ask questions like, so, okay, are you, you guys full swap? I mean, we'll ask them right I'm, away. I'm upfront about it. Yeah. Within the yeah. first five minutes, yeah. we're already finding out where they are in the lifestyle. Yeah. Because if they're not full swap, that's okay. Right. And soft swap is fine. Right. But I think a lot of people that are only soft swap, they forget that they need to have supreme hygiene. Because if the only thing you're doing is oral, mm-hmm. yeah, and you I don't have supreme that. hygiene, it's just about, it's going to be maybe a, a boob squeeze and a kiss on the neck. And a little Because spank. there'll be no French kiss and there'll be no oral. Right. If the woman's funky. <laughs> yeah. Or if the guy, like what yeah. right? So you, you really do have to find Sorry. out their play styles yes. and what else we do. It's very casual in conversation. Yeah. Well, I'll say something like, so how long have you guys been in the lifestyle? Oh, sweet. Are you soft swap, full swap? And they'll usually... It's, it's fun. Yeah. And we're yeah. just like, this is, you know, swinger small talk. So we're getting to know each other. And most people are used to being asked questions like that. They should be. We just you're not a lifestyle a, event. Yeah. yeah. It's know, just you're a not little, at a real estate convention. Exactly. Yeah. It's just a little accelerated because you don't have two hours over dinner to waste with someone that... And not waste, but, you know... You well, don't, we won't you, go to dinner with people. No, we don't. We don't do that. We'll, we'll do have a drink. a quick drink. And it's... You don't commit yourself to a three-hour experience. No, because you're wasting time at that point. Yeah. All the okay. sexies that like you, you're off the market for them because your ass is tucked in a booth at the I can see that. I kind of felt, yeah. felt that way last night mm-hmm. at the awards. I mean, we were in a booth with our couple, and we were just sitting there. And people yeah. walking by being like, you're off the yeah. market. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Off the market. Yeah. If anything, yes. um, next time what you do is you stand up with a couple close to the high traffic areas, mm-hmm. and you're standing up, open up the conversation, and as people walk by, yeah. you raise your glass, love your shirt, cheers. Yeah, right. Hey, come here. Come here for a second. You're beautiful. You and we, know, and we hey, didn't do that the night before. We would kind of jump off and go over here yes. or mm-hmm. bounce around Good. and then come back to them. But we knew they were going to hook up with that other couple. Yeah, yeah. And so it was kind of... We were still trying to but, stay tight to but, them, but play but the field. But you still came. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were, were you yeah. hoping for a three-couple scenario? Not necessarily. No, but we should have jumped in on it. I don't know why we didn't. We could have. Here's the first question. Why did they leave together and why did they not invite you? See, that would be my first concern. Because if they're not into group play, that's one thing. Right, yeah. But if there's the, the level of attraction is not there from them to you, mm-hmm. then that would be, for us, the immediate indicator that our efforts need to be placed elsewhere. elsewhere. Because right. there's someone out there that finds you 100% attractive. Yeah, for example, sure. if we had the option of meeting you guys last night, we would have fucking taken that ticket right away. Oh, yeah. Because you guys are great. Thank You're you. nice people. Your lady's sexy as fuck. You're fucked. Yeah. Guys, no, we don't fuck. We'll, we'll pass. We'll we, pass. Know, we don't get too much, man. Mr. Flamingo no, is very no, sexy. Oh, bless you, bless you, girl. Why, <laughs> awesome. Why do you keep staring at his crotch, man? <laughs> 
need to stop that. There. We need to stop that. You well, I'm mean? sitting right across from him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, here. So there's a couple out there, and there's several couples that find you guys 100% attractive, and they would do anything to hang out with you. Sure. But you're hanging out with a couple that you don't know finds you 100% attractive. They yeah. may have 5% attraction to you. Hey, I hate to say this. In the back of their brain, they might perceive you as clingers, and they don't know how to tell you that you need to move on. And if, they, if we were with a couple... Mm-hmm. And they were with another couple, and suddenly they disappeared to play. We would immediately look at each other and say, we've just been dismissed. Uh, yeah, okay. We just yeah. fucking spent four hours with these people, yeah. and all the people that we could have been with, kick chats, people right. that hit us up, that we yeah. said, oh, we got plans. Yeah. All those people now see us as off the market. Right. So what else happened? I mean, well, what else I, is going on? I kind of wondered because we got to their private table. They had the bottle service for us. They invited us and everything. Yeah. Okay. And then when we kind of started venturing off is when I kind of noticed they started acting different. Of course. They got more distant. Yeah. yeah. And then it was like at the end of the night. I mean, they did check in with us and talk yeah. to us. And then at the end of the night, they were like, bye, we're out. They got you mm-hmm. back by escaping because yes. yeah. they thought you were, quote unquote, cheating on them. It sounds like they were a little needy. Maybe they, that jealousy kicked in where they're like, okay, well, they're talking to other people at the same time and they're flirting with other people. And yeah. What's up with that? Because there are people who will, you know, spark a conversation with you, find some attraction and have a hard time seeing you flirt with other couples because yeah. they want to keep you to themselves. The so, fact that the first indicator is the bottle service. Yes. So if, if we, we, we would never do that, by the way. Um, if we went to an event with hundreds of sexy people, which yeah. the Avian Awards, thousands of people, oh, yeah. cam yes. girls, their fans, yes. and then concurrently the erotica festivals happening with mm-hmm. the night parties across the street. Yeah. So you have thousands of people that are normally not here. And they're here to meet friends and so forth. Of course, there's a lot of fans, people that don't play, that are here for the porn convention. But for you guys, there's a, there are a lot of great people here that you could hook up with. We would never, by bottle service, plop ourselves down, no. isolate ourselves from the group, and hide in a corner. We, we would never do that. Shit. We We're stay on the move. Yeah, we stay We're on moving, the move. We're moving, like time. you guys did. Yeah. Yes. You're moving. So they were, they were dominating your time by inviting you to their sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're fancy. We're a certain quality of people. We got bottle service. We got a table. We got a good vantage point. Come with us. You guys look hot. Come with us. But if you're not alone with that couple, that's just too many yeah. fucking people. Yeah. And yeah. The, if we, if there's a, if you guys invited us to bottle service, okay, let's just say you had, and this, by the way, this looks like this table that it you have. It does. <laughs> like bottle service. And you said to us, come and join us at a bottle service. By the way, we have another couple with us. Immediately, my lady and I would say, okay, we'll stop by for a drink. But there's already another couple there. Too many fucking people. Number mm-hmm. one, if we're going to play as a, as this team, mm-hmm. four people, yeah. then that's one thing. You've just sparked our interest. We're interested in that. Mm-hmm. But we don't know your friends. Right. We don't know their history. We may not hit it off with them. The last thing I want to do is be in a room with them and us and you. I like you. I'm going to fucking tell them to fuck off. Yeah. In the room, we're all naked. How is this going to work? Because right. we don't know each other. So I would immediately think something's going on here. They're just pre-qualifying people to see yeah. who has the best interest. Right. We would exit out yeah. because okay. we're not going to compete for anyone's time. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. like we said earlier, there are hundreds of people that find you 100% attractive. Mm-hmm. Go to them. Right. Don't fuck around with this couple who's trying to create their own private yeah. meet and greet. Right. What else you got on your... Do you have a list? Yeah. I think you have yeah. a bullet point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, let me run a quick question by you guys. When you guys are talking to a couple, do you guys have signs between the two of you, either physically or non-verbally, to let you know that you're interested in the opposite spouse and you need to push this forward? Definitely. Yeah. What, what, what are they? Because we, st- we have tried to devise some and we've struggled. And again, we've been doing this for 12 to 15 years. It's still a skill set that we don't have. We, we try to do... 
physical touch sometimes, but Mr. Flamingo will squeeze the back of my arm when he's nervous. Yeah. Uh, well, at, at one, right. one time squeezing the back of the arm was, hey, I'm interested, and then that didn't work. And right. then it was, let's get out of let's here, and I'm here. like, And I just do it out of change. habit. What is yeah. that? She's like, why, why did we I'm like, what's going him? on? What do I need? What are you yeah. trying to say? Yeah. Right. Yes. So she's like, okay, does this mean we're taking the bed? We need to run. What, do, what, what does the squeeze yes. mean? <laughs> we do, like, so like, it's funny you ask that, because in the beginning, we had physical signs, like if we were in a scenario and something was wrong, we had squeezes, and we had pinches, yeah. we had all that. We had all that. And then it, again, became confusing. So we, we kind of know, we know each other's type at this point. Okay. And we know, based on the flow of the conversation, if I know if my husband's attracted to the woman, I, I mean, I know his type, a woman with a vagina, right? If she has a vagina, <laughs> she's my type. Yes. Now, now, Errol's trying to sit in Miss Flamingo's lap, didn't give you a clue right there. <laughs> My type is a woman with what, sweetie? A woman with a vagina. If she has a pussy. <laughs> yeah, pussy. She's my type. That's usually my first start right? off point, too. You got, she got a warm hole that you can put your penis in. Yeah, and she has to be agreeable. <laughs> yes. She can't say, no, stop. What are you doing? Oh, right. Get out. Are you, are you crazy? What's right. going on? Exactly. She has to say, like, yes. oh, yeah, come here. Do yeah. It. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look at my legs. So we, we'll usually look at each other and, you know, kind of do a nod or... Sometimes we'll excuse ourselves from the conversation and say, you good to go? And Tell them how you, you tell me that you like a oh. guy. <laughs> What's the word that you use? If, okay, let's just say a hot guy yeah. has that military look, fucking oh. Bill, right? Yes. What do you say generally if, if you like him? Okay, I'll say the following. She becomes a British girl. I'll say this. Hello. So he knows immediately <laughs> okay. I've spotted someone. And the guy doesn't know. No. No yeah. one knows. I know. Because yeah. I know where she's looking. But... And so, so I'll say, hello. And then he knows I've seen someone I think is hot. And immediately, you know, he'll come and you know, say, hey, well, who are you looking at? Usually, you, like, you can I spot know. them. Usually, yeah. Because you yeah. know what I, what I like. And, and if I see that hot guy is walking with a hot chick, I'll say it a little louder just to make sure. And I'm like, well, look at his lady. She's hot. Right. And the and noise I make is you can't mistake that. It's pretty, if pretty like, straightforward. If I like a girl, do you yodel? Well, I, similar, similar. <laughs> if she's walking by, let's just say Mrs. Flamingo is walking by right now. Yes. And she's walking, and I see her, and she's kind of, you know, swinging the hips. Like, like she did when she walked in this room. Her booty. Wow. Yeah, yes. Right? And she's, you know, doing, her hips are moving like maybe two feet in every direction. She's got a popping she's booty for she's, sure. Yeah, yeah. nice ass. Yeah. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to look at her and I'm going to say, oh, <laughs> look at that. And then my lady's going to say, oh, my husband likes like that. Yeah. Here's the thing, guys. Um. People need to stop doing the pinches, and they need to stop doing the three taps means this and the squeeze of this. Now, within a play scenario, that has that's very useful mm -hmm. in a play scenario. If you're mm -hmm. in a pile of bodies yeah. and one of you wants to exit out, like I'll pinch my lady's pinky toe. Mm -hmm. That means come and kiss me because she can misconstrue any other touch. She doesn't uh -huh. know who's touching her, right. but I'll fucking squeeze her toe hard, yeah. and she knows to say immediately within a second, not even five minutes, you know, five seconds. Right away. Within a second, she will say something like, "Let me kiss. Let me see how my husband's doing, or let me kiss my husband." Mm -hmm. She'll come to me. We'll reset, and we'll have a conversation. Mm -hmm. We'll have a quick interaction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and she'll will say, "Oh, do you need a drink, sweetie? Are you thirsty? Let's come over here to the bar." Mm -hmm. This. Girl tried to do this or did this. This guy did this. We're getting the fuck out of here or something. Yeah. Yeah. We have a quick interaction right. and communication. All the little 
you know, if I tickle your armpit, it means this. If I do this. If I pinch your nipple with my toes. Yeah. Oh. I was enjoying it, so let's do some, something, I don't, let's do something I don't enjoy if it's a sign. If we like a couple, we, we know right away. And now we're on an uphill battle because yes. if we like a couple, a couple things need to happen. Are they nice people? Do we see ourselves naked with them? And then after we get that out of the way, mm-hmm. do they like us back? See, Correct. I think yeah. a lot of swingers, yes. they assume like, oh, that couple's hot. Do you like them? I don't really like them. Without knowing, they don't fucking like you at all, dude. So this overly confident thing, people need to start operating in the lifestyle with a bit more compassion, operating from the heart, and realizing that everyone else has their own model of the world. So if if your listeners take anything away from this, it's going to be everyone has their own perspective, elicit the high values, and find out whether other people are interested in you before you continue. Right. And one thing that um, I've had to retrain my brain in the lifestyle as I'm not looking for a husband. I'm not looking for someone that's going to give me kids. Exactly. I am looking, I call partners toys. Uh I'm looking for my toy that's going to be in my bed for that evening. That's right. That's it. And then once we hit that door... You're a person again. You are. Yeah. That's my right. toy does not go with me. And yeah. that's the that's the mistake I was making in the beginning is that I was looking for someone who was like my husband. And no one is ever going to measure up to my yeah. husband. That's for any couple. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm not trying to replace my husband. Definitely, I'm not even trying to find someone who meets all the qualities that I appreciate in my husband because there's there are way too many. Yeah. And nobody can have all of them at the same time. Not Tell to mention the, the love. thing. People are seeking for That's right. mates using polyamory. Yes. So they're looking for uh, love connection, and uh-huh. they're looking to have the feeling they had when they had, you know, their first real love. All those first, amazing traits. Yeah. And yeah. Have a good time. Exes, all the you know the ex lovers they had. You know, this guy had a good dick. This guy ate me out. Well, this you know they're looking to find all the best traits in of their past lovers and their spouse in a potential play partner. And they've got to realize it's not polyamory. You're not looking to move in with someone. Mm-hmm. You're not necessarily looking to have a boyfriend or girlfriend on the side, of, you know, like a long-term relationship. Some people are, but if you're a swinger, you're just looking to have some fun. It's just sex. Yes. You need temporary compatibility. Correct. Can you put up with this fucker for 90 minutes? For, yeah. I don't care if he has good credit. If it's that long. No, because before I wanted a guy yeah. with good credit. I know. A stand-up man, yeah. responsible. Wanna, yeah. And how do you know that, right? How do we know looking yeah. at people in a party? So it was impossible. So we were screening yeah. people for polyamory yes. when we should have been screening them for swinging activities that last 90 minutes to two hours. And that's it. What? So, you mean, <laughs> it's not four hours? What? Well, he, oh. he mentioned the two-hour mark. I'm sitting here sweating. Right. I've got 20 minutes. Listen, I'm, I'm old. You better start stretching, man. Come yeah, on. I'm out, of, I'm out of shape here. Start Come warming on. up. I'm telling you, if it's the best, like, even five minutes... It's the best five minutes. It doesn't have to be two hours. I don't care. As long as it's Thank you, Mrs. (laughs) She's making me look good. Thank you for that. When when I'm done, I'm done. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, But even last night, I was like, all right, I'm done. Sorry, you're going to have to go over there. She's like, save it for tomorrow night. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I kind of have a guy mentality of that sometimes, I think. You you, you got to. Listen, if your profile says, we can play for hours, we, we, you know, six hours, we go all night. We no. We don't like that. We, we look at the football and say, yeah, maybe not. I want to sleep at some point. Yeah. I'm like, I'd rather have a hot five minutes yes. than 
dragging it out, and I'm kind of like, yeah. oh, where's more lube? Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> I know. That's great. Know. What else you got on there? What else you want to cover, sweetie? Dude, it's getting good here. I yeah, know. Yeah. So do you guys ever split up when you guys, we call it hunting. Mm-hmm. And Fishing. Yeah, and then uh, let's say you because you pre-qualify couples, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you found one of the couples, you found another, and then you come back. Like, do you guys touch back in? What do you do if you want to hook up, obviously, with both of them? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, how do you but go from couple, there? Whose couple trumps are you going home with? Well, so we do separate at events when we're out. And just to cover, you know, more ground as mm-hmm. per, for networking purposes, for mingling purposes. But it's only for a few minutes, not for an extended time. And then we come back together and, you know, kind of do a debrief and, and yeah. touch base. We might start at one central bar, yes. go opposite directions, mm-hmm. meet back at the bar or whatever. Right. And then we'll switch directions and then we'll go the other way. We're mainly doing this for visibility. Yes. So that other people can see us during a certain time because everyone's in a conversation mm-hmm. And they'll see you. Everyone's yeah. on. Everyone's on the prowl. Yeah. Everyone's uh-huh. looking all the time. Right. And you don't know. You gave us an example earlier that you were with a couple, and people maybe thought that you were taken because you yes. were with a couple. Right. And so in that scenario, the more they see you, the more they see you for, throughout the event and over mm-hmm. and over again, they'll perceive that as fate. Damn it, honey, we keep bumping into that couple. Yes. yes. One of these times we right. have to say hello. Mm-hmm. Well. It's not that. You're manipulating that. You're the one being visible. So when we do separate, it's for that reason. Yes. Just to be be more visible so that by the time we approach, they've seen us a couple mm-hmm. times. Generally, we don't come back and say, hey, that one girl with the blue and the guy with... She won't even know who I'm talking about. Right. But we will come back and as we do the circuit together as a team now, mm-hmm. the people that are still in conversation will say... Saw that hot chick earlier. Now yeah. she's with a dude. Ah, oh, got it. Right. She's not a unicorn. Mm-hmm. That yes. guy's not a single dude, yeah. mm-hmm. or a guy that hired a prostitute to be at the event, or I don't know the, the <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, that happens. We've seen it. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Right. Go ahead, sir. Yeah. No, I was going to say that when we do come back together, say we each meet a couple. It's not like, okay, well, my couple's harder than your couple. We don't approach it in that sense. When we're, like my husband said, we're walking around. If I see someone that I spoke to, I'll I'll go over there and say, hey, it was nice talking to you earlier. This is my husband. I just want to introduce you real quick so that now we can get involved in a four-way conversation at that point. Or we might choose to just keep moving around and make our way around the pool. It's the big benefit of splitting up because people will approach my wife. If she's alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I'm we- with her, generally, they won't reach <laughs> out or say something nice. Even if it's girls. If it's couples, girls, mm-hmm. a couple guys chit-chatting, they'll say stuff to her. They'll interact with you, uh-huh. Mrs. Flamingo. Yeah. But if you're together, you're you're going to be ignored as yeah. out of respect. Yeah. She's yeah. with her man. You know, I'm not going to say yep. what I would have said if she's alone. So that's the benefit of walking around alone for a mm-hmm. period of time. And then by the time they see you again, they can certainly approach and say, you were here, we thought you were a single girl, but damn, you're, your man is, seems like a cool dude. Hey, yeah. this is my wife. This conversation, anything. Yeah. I think the people need to realize that you need to seize the moment. Most people, first thing we got to say is let's just start up. People think they're going to live forever. That's why they don't do shit generally with right. their life. Yep. So let's just apply that to the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You have a three-day event. You think you have three more days. You don't. Mm-mm. Because those couples, if they're like us, they already have their dates from a week ago. So you're yeah. fine. We're already booked for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you think that, well, today's Friday. Maybe we could talk to them tomorrow. Maybe we could link up on Sunday. Nope. They're leaving Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. They leave their room at 11. They're not going to play. They're not going to leave their bags at Bellhop and, and go meet on, your ass. And Saturday night, they're going to be tired because they know they're going to have to pack and leave early in the Correct. morning. Because they so, go hard, too. Yes. <laughs> Reverse engineer yeah. the events. 
make your dates a week ahead, three weeks, uh, three weeks, you start your contact points, two weeks, you're sending strategic messages. The week of, you go back to the profile, send a couple likes. This is our awareness campaign. Yeah. And then um, you, you then you send out that personalized messages the week of, maybe two or three days beforehand, because they're already making plans and you know it. And so then you're not having to worry. People, what, they, what happens is that they wait till the day of the event, and most people already have plans. There are a lot of couples that are go with the flow couples mm-hmm. that don't like to make plans because they like the organic, spontaneous, fun. Well, that's just a recipe for failure, but they're still going to have fun. Yeah. And they're still going to hook up because there's, there's other people that are there for the spontaneous, fun, spur of the moment. They're always going to be those couples, but do you really want to be with those couples who no one really planned shit? That's up to you. Yeah. I can't speak to you guys or the listeners. We like to have a certain thing because, for example, tonight, look, um, let me read you a text message right now. Good afternoon. How's your afternoon? That's what they said to us. This is a couple that two days ago said, thanks for writing. We're going to be in Vegas too. We'd like to meet. And then we said, hey, we're, we get into Vegas this. We leave them, whatever. Uh-huh. Oh, good. So are you going to be at the galas? No, we're not. And so they're just chit-chatting, right? And then you know, we tell them, this is when we're available. Yeah. And we're very specific because we know we have plans going on. Uh-huh. And we're also doing some work here in Vegas. We do, we do real estate stuff. We know we have our days mapped out. So we let them know, hey, we're available after this hour. If anytime you want to hang out, we're available 7 p.m. after yeah, at yeah. 5 o'clock or any time after. Right. And we leave it like that. Yeah. You know, we never give people windows. We, we just say, hey, this one, we're available. Now, if they're not available, then that's fine. It wasn't meant to be. Right. Fuck it. We're just going to we're gonna ignore it and go to someone else. Not sure yet. Um, so instead of saying, we, oh, I asked them. I'm like, do you guys want listen to listen to my qualifying question? So just curious, do you guys want to just say a quick hello? Or are you thinking about meeting for a drink and to see if things get steamy and one thing leads to another? Wow. Okay, this is my question for them. And that's pretty direct. I'm not oh, fucking yeah. around. Do, yeah. do, do you want me to waste your time, sweetie? No. We need to find out as, as soon as possible. So yeah. I'm just because they want to meet for a drink, and I need to find out whether a drink means what it exactly. means to most swingers. Yeah. yeah. Let's go have a drink and, and let's do shit. It leads to a club sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> that's a dance move. I didn't check your bar. Do you have any chips I could steal? I want to be that person. Just not, not, the hide, hotel, not the hotel chips. <laughs> so listen, guys, this is, this is a, a huge tip for the listeners here. I asked them, do you, do you guys, hey, just curious, do you want to yeah. meet for a drink or do you want to meet for potential sexy time, right? Yeah. Um, one thing leads to another. Uh, we're good either way is what I said. Not sure yet. We're making this up as we go. So-and-so is new, her name. Mm-hmm. But a while back, we listened to your podcasts and, you know, we'd like to meet you guys. So we don't know if they just love the show and want to say hi. Yeah. yeah. So I said, totally understand. Just let us know. For now, we'll plan on saying a vanilla hello with a happy gradu- graduation styled hug. So I let them off the hook yeah. in case they were just friends yeah. and they wanted to say hello. And then um, they didn't address my questions. And they just came back with, good afternoon, how's your afternoon? So they basically just, they stopped the momentum, guys. Oh, yeah. Do you think that it freaked them out, though, that you, I mean, maybe they're not advanced enough to realize that you can be, hey, the coffee is going to possibly lead to this. Yeah. And is that a four-way chat or are you chatting with the husband? Um, let me address that because okay. these yeah. are all great okay. points. Yeah. Um, first off... We analyzed their Cassidy profile. The guy has a lot of play pictures with a lot of women. So mm-hmm. I think the guy was a single guy. And he hooked up with a newer woman who, you know, they're now exploring the mm-hmm. lifestyle together. Mm-hmm. This is what we gathered because you, yeah. you told me 
there's a different chick in each play picture. Yes, that's right. So we're like, you know, like, and she's not in any play pictures. Is one the wife? Is, so we basically, yeah. We, yeah. we deduced that it was a single guy who has a new girl and now they're out playing because yeah. even he reinforced it by saying that she's newer to the lifestyle. Yeah, right? okay. So he's trying to play as if he's innocent. Mm -hmm. He's mm -hmm. not. Yeah, no. Um, he may not want to share his wife. He may just want to meet my wife, right? Here's right. the thing, though. This conversation doesn't matter. This is a singular, uh, one conversation. The reason why I didn't add my wife is because this is a text conversation. Yeah. This isn't kick. So uh -huh. then I don't want to reveal her phone number right. either. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's why this is just a regular yeah. text, and I'm just kind of handling this screening process. But the fact that they listen to the show made me believe, to our podcast, made me believe that they may just want to say hello because they listen to the show. Yeah. 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 I don't want to assume that anyone ever wants to meet us to play. I never assume mm -hmm. that. My lady doesn't either. Right. This is why we have to ask qualifying questions. So the lifestyle pro tip is all about momentum. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I asked you, whether you want to meet for a potential sexy time, and you come back, you say, how's your afternoon? You just fucked up. Exactly. In the yeah. biggest fashion. <laughs> right. Biggest fashion ever. Because just all you had to say was... Cock blocked yourself. <laughs> yeah. Listen, sweetie, talk oh. about momentum for a second, because this is one of the biggest tips. Absolutely. I mean, like my husband was saying, you've got to seize the moment. I mean, you have to capitalize on the fact that you are in a sexy conversation, and you've got that feeling of, you know, the new relationship energy, basically, and right? And the weekend's going to end in 20 hours. Exactly, yeah. And everybody's going to go back to different states, different cities, to their life, their schedule, their kids, their work, all their worries, all the drama, all the things that come up, and they're not going to be in that sexy mood in, maybe not in 10 minutes, who knows, but you are talking to someone, the heat is turning up on the conversation, maybe you're flirting, and if you don't capitalize on the momentum in that moment... They, you might see them an hour later, they're talking to another couple. And you're mm -hmm. like, okay, well, I don't you're want to interrupt. Yeah. Or yeah. it's at the pool and somebody's passed out because they partied too hard the night before, they had too many drinks at the pool, and they're not feeling well. So, Or you might try to get together later and you know they'll say, oh, well, my wife's taking a nap. Right, mm -hmm. or they're with a group, they might be in a big suite, like having a sweet party. With a, and they just don't want to leave because they're having fun. People are distracted at these in? events. Yes. Okay. So we're talking about momentum, right? Yes. People are distracted. Right. You need good momentum. Absolutely. Like that text that I just shared with yeah. you guys. Here's the big deal. Two things. If you don't have great momentum, nothing's going to happen for you. That's because right. people are in a sexy vibe, sexy mode, because they're at a lifestyle swingers That's event. That's right. They're in the zone to play. If you don't capitalize on that... When are you ever going to meet again? Exactly. There's a couple yeah. traveling from Minnesota. Right. We're from California. There's another couple from Pacific Northwest. Right. When are you going to meet together again for potential sexy time? They're going to go back to their kids. The sports are going to start. They're not going to travel just to meet your ass. That's right. Um, you're not probably going to get on a plane to meet someone, right? right. They're soft swap. We do occasionally. We, 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 we have. have. We, have. <laughs> listen, no, listen, we have. We to. have to. <laughs> or, or only when we know it's 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 yeah. Like, it's, solid. it's somebody yeah. amazing. There's yeah. no shame in that game. It's solid. <laughs> well, even if you live in the same city and you're leaving the event and going back to the same city, when are you going to have a chance? No, people are busy. Yeah, yeah. People are busy. So the momentum thing is important because it's key. Uh, the, the, here's the biggest issue I see with people: they don't want to be perceived as needy, mm -hmm. they don't want to get rejected, and they don't want to be perceived as perverted or um, aggressive. Mm -hmm. And you see that on every profile. This is my proof. Every yep. profile says, we, we don't like pushy people. We don't like this. We're not aggressive. No we go with the flow. No expectations. Yep. So here you have four people that are all no expectations, go right. with the flow, not right. aggressive, this and that. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. No, nobody's yeah. going to well, say Someone's anything. going to have to step up. So this is why the demeanor is important, right? Yes. So you step up and you, and you, you have... Um, 
you're not aggressive, but you have conviction, you have outcomes, you have a map in your head of how you want the weekend to pan out, and therefore your actions will lead towards making those things happen. You need to be the temporary aggressor, mm -hmm. but it, it can't be perceived as aggression. It's perceived as someone who's doing shit. Right. We're fucking doers. Right. We're not thinkers, analyzing, and then a confused mind does nothing. So all of a sudden, you get all these potential dates. Right. And if you don't have momentum with either one, you, you always notice the people who you end up hook, hooking up with are the people with great momentum. Steamy chat. Yes. Mm -hmm. To a date. Right. To a let's meet. To we just met. So let's just meet again. Yeah. And now they're your fuck buddies. And now they're great friends. Right. Because you capitalize on the momentum. People say, yeah, it was great meeting you guys. Hey, we'll friend you up on Cassidy and maybe we'll uh, see you at a new event. Great. Okay. Bottom yeah. of the pile. Exactly. Yeah. They're no longer on our potential right. radar. They're fucked. They're, they go down to the bottom. Because exactly. they didn't capitalize on the momentum. Yeah. They don't have the same values that we have together. Yeah. You guys have different, right? Yeah. Mrs. Flamingo, you're, That's you're right. a little bit more, hey, let's yeah. enjoy the full day. Yeah, I'm a little more and, laid back. And, and, and we, we are social swingers. So, like I said, when yeah. we come to a big event, yes. and it, it's hard for us to get on the same page. Cause, because she can close down a party. She's fine partying until <laughs> yeah. 4 a.m. Yep. My junk after 4 a.m. is like, it's time for bed. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's for oh, sure. Oh, big time. That's for yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, people I'm, should be playing. I'm, I'm not 20 then. anymore. Yeah. If um, we meet someone, we leave the party early. And then we can come back to party where I can dance and chill like that. I'm okay with that. Oh, right. Play it early so you can yeah, enjoy the night. Sure. We just haven't really found too many couples that want to do that because mm -hmm. they're kind of slowly getting into the party. It happens all the time. Yes. They come, you know, it takes people time to switch off from work mode, family mode. Yeah. Uh, maybe they landed, they're in town, they're still checking on the kids. Kids are right. Okay, now I can party. Yeah. But it might take them a day or two. Uh, to really in a three day event. Exactly. To, and, to get into the swing and event. at a three day event, you really don't have a day or two <laughs> to get into the swing yes. of things. So everybody that goes to these events has a different measure of, you know, what a successful outcome is gonna be for them. Maybe it is just to, you know, get a tan and get rid of the tan lines. Enjoy each other. Enjoy each as other. A couple. Maybe for some swingers, uh, if they're a full swap couple, maybe their idea of a great event is that they maybe fucked a new couple each day, like yeah. one different couple each day, or multiple couples a day, or or just some, one couple over the entire three it, days. Exactly. Yeah. So it just depends on what they consider success for you guys. Mm -hmm. If I were going to give you any direct advice that that I believe will apply to a lot of the people mm -hmm. listening in, yeah, is you've got to get good at sorting people because if you already know that you have a certain play style. You have to focus on people that have a similar play style. Yeah. 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 We like to fuck early, play early, mm -hmm. and then not have to worry about right. whether something's going to happen later on. Yeah. And that's our favorite. Um, we There's a couple that, that we were very close with, and we we meet at 6 p.m. We have a drink. We're doing stuff by within 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. Then we take a break. Then we go have dinner. Yeah. And then we come back for round two. Yeah. For a bit more like chubby sex, because it's like yeah. bloated sex. Bloated after yeah. the meal. Yeah, depending on what we have for dinner. It's more of a chore. Sweating right. and like, this is terrible. So earlier in the day, everybody's at their best. Yeah. And and that's what we prefer. We prefer to, to play when we're at our best and physically when the other and when they're at their best. They're less yeah. drunk. Yes. They're yes. more into it. They're, yeah. They haven't had a chance to get too distracted by other sexy couples. Yeah. You lock them down. Now, I will say this on the flip side. We went to Naughty in New Orleans, and I spent two hours getting ready, dressing up yeah. and everything. We come in, this couple we'd kind of been flirting with um, last couple days and mm -hmm. stuff. They walk up, hey, do you want to go to our room for a shot? That's code for... That's it. We're going to... And I'm yeah. like, this is early on. This could do... And then I'm kind of like, I'm tapping out. I'm like, no, no, I just can't do it. 
Did I, you go to the room? We didn't. No. <laughs> let's, let's go to the room for a shot is the most wonderful invitation. Yeah. Are they sexy? I love you. Like yeah. What? He did. <laughs> you. Yeah. Are they doable? You're yeah. good. Okay. They're good. Okay. Okay, good. We'll, we'll tell you that story off air. <laughs> okay, so they're nice people. So here's a, All right. So and they're very sexy. They're very sexy. But it was, I mean, that was perfect. It would have worked great. But, but you had gotten ready, so you were in the party mode because you had done your outfit. My yes. hair, my outfit. I don't want to miss I want to be seen in this. So again, yes. again look, um, in, that was a very specific scenario. But if you're going to, like, the resorts and you're going to these parties, you have to identify the people, and this goes back to sorting. Who are the people who love to dress up and all that? Because these are the people who want to be seen. Yeah. They didn't dress up for a reason, for no reason. Exactly. They want to be on the dance floor. They want to go walk around, parade with their little ladies with the furry things on their legs and, and the all lights. the glowing shit. All the lights. <laughs> yeah. And you know, they, they want to really enjoy. That's their weekend. That's their perception of an awesome weekend. Is let me. I ordered all this shit. Uh, let me display yeah. it. I look fucking hot, and yeah. you do. And let's go enjoy it. Now, there's another couple who says, "Hey, put that shit on." After we fuck, yeah, yeah. So let's get let's do some stuff from six thirty yeah. to seven thirty. Then go put on your twinkling stuff and right. your and leave us alone. Yeah, <laughs> go do your shit. Right. But see, and that's the thing. You just have to identify the couples and find yeah. them at the right time. Right. And we, the listeners would know that if they did their homework and pre-qualify people a week before the event. Yeah, yeah. So let's uh, go back to asking for the business. What business? What business? Well, uh, still in the deal. Asking when, for the clothes, asking like for the when, clothes, you're yeah. when you're when you're transitioning. Business. Well, I think. We talked about, you know, momentum in the lifestyle. And again, just because you are at a lifestyle event and people are swingers, it doesn't mean that they're going to make the first move on you. Most people, they, you know, you're, you're still dealing with people at the end of the day. So they bring all their insecurities with them. They, you know, they're self-conscious about my stretch marks. I don't know. Look at his wife. I don't know if he's going to be attracted to me. Even the hot couples, guys. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. hottest couples... They don't get approached as much as you of, might think. They have a lot of mind yeah. trash. They do, they do, yes. They might look hot, and they may, they may look amazing mm-hmm. to you, but let's just say that they're not going to get approached a lot, right. and so your chances of getting a favorable response from a super hot couple are increased if all you do is say hello, and you're a good person, let your mm-hmm. heart shine through, and yeah. you're, we're, good quali- we're good people, quality people, right. you know, we're a good catch. You have to operate from that perspective. Mm-hmm. You have to operate from a perspective of, if I was selling a product, if I was selling this recorder that you have, which is an amazing mm-hmm. recorder, I'd have to believe that that is the most life-changing, amazing recorder that ever existed, because otherwise I'd be a shitty salesman if I thought I had flaws. So yes. we all have flaws, but as a couple, you have to know in your heart that a couple would be lucky to spend time with you, you're a quality couple, uh, you have your shit together, you're deeply in love, and people are going to become better as a result of having spent some time with you, whether it's sexy time, a drink, a shot, whatever mm-hmm. it is. You have to operate from that perspective because there's a lot of low self-esteem in the lifestyle because you're there dealing with humans, definitely. and we all yeah. have yeah. moments of low self-esteem, but the sooner you increase your confidence, become chatty and flirty, mm-hmm. let your intentions be known, screen people so that in, those intentions are falling on the correct people. Yes. The better time you're going to have, it's going to be an epic time as opposed to just, hey, we went to Vegas, we went to a three-day event. Oh, yeah, okay, we had meet and greets and one couple. Yeah. Right. Instead, you're going to say, damn it, that event was amazing. This weekend was off the charts and mm-hmm. we met some wonderful couples and we had great naked time. And it just, it comes into preparation and planning. Yeah, and I would tell people to think about it as, you know, you just, 
you really don't have a lot of time to waste. Life is short. Yep. Like we wasted a year being picky and paranoid. Which and we there were a lot of missed opportunities to have some amazing, hot, sexy memories to create that for us and, you know, relive them yeah. amongst the two of us and fantasize and have even hotter sex than we already do. But when you're at an event, you're, you, you've gone through your screening process and you've qualified, okay, well, this couple, we're on the same page play-wise, right? So you're both full-swap couples. If the girl starts touching my husband and flirting with him, I know she's interested. And then we'll say something like, hey, you guys, you want to come back to our room? We're just very forward. We're up front. If they say, maybe we'll catch you later, okay, maybe right. we'll catch you later. Probably not. You have to find out. People yeah. need to be assertive without being creepy. Yeah. yeah. And it's just it's a series of questions. And as they listen to your show, they tune into the Priority Society podcast. Yes. You know, we give lessons in every episode, just right. like you guys. And the more they listen, especially to both of our, all of ours, uh, our approaches are very unconventional. So mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. going to get some really good training. We're not telling people, be loving, come to desire. Fuck all that, dude. They can go there, but... And you can be loving, but... But if you don't have the tools to be able you, to... You, look, you're going to drop a bunch of money, and if you're still going showing up with low self-esteem and no plan, mm-hmm. because you don't want to be perceived as aggressive, that you're fucked. Because yeah. your demeanor is going to come through in your vibe, and people, we pick up on energy. Mm-hmm. And if I detect a little bit of insecurity or nervousness, I'm going to tell my lady, I don't want them to fucking blame us, mm-hmm. so I'm getting the fuck out of here. That's We're right. going to focus on a couple that is forward mm-hmm. and that wants to do stuff. For example, if you guys said to us, you guys are you guys are great. We man, we would love to have a drink with you guys in your room. Maybe you can give us a tour of your room. And we use that a lot. We, mm-hmm. we yeah. say, you guys, you want to take a tour of our room? It's just a rectangle. with two beds. <laughs> but, but it's a tour. We'll and give you the grand tour. The VIP tour is new. So you can yeah. come over. Yeah. But we have drinks, and then we'll change it. Like We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. say something stupid, like, to test. So we'll seat it, yeah. And then we'll change it and say, no, nah, I'm fucking around with you guys. We have a bar in our room. But it's already in their consciousness, just yeah. like a good litigator does. This person could have killed five people. He didn't. But now the jury's like, oh. That's right. It's already in their, yeah. it's in their yeah. head. Yeah. So you want to... Enter their consciousness by saying things here and there. That's what we mean by increasing yeah. the flirt. Right. And then, by the way, we have a bar. Here's a picture of our bar, right? I'll take a picture of the bar. Get a, some vodkas and stuff like that. Let's go have a drink, and we'll come right back to the party. So it's non-committal. It's cool, mm-hmm. and it's just like, hey, we're just going to have a drink. Now, once they're in your room, well, you know, anything can happen at that point. But I think the uh, people need to get their confidence out there. If you asked yeah. us, would you like to tour a tour of our room if you guys did that? As a couple who's here to have a great outcome, mm-hmm. and we know that you're giving us an invite, mm-hmm. we appreciate that. Because yeah. time is precious, and we didn't come to Vegas. Well, we came here to work, but we also would open up to sexy time with the correct couple. Mm-hmm. But we didn't come here to dilly-dally and let's go fucking watch Cirque du Soleil, and let's yeah. see if maybe after that, after a few drinks, we want to play boobies with right. just the chicks <laughs> while the guys, you know, thumb their dick. Dicks, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that'll be a different episode. Yeah. For you. Yeah. <laughs> That's not that's yeah. not our scene. Listen, no. the whole investing a lot of time. If yeah. you said to yeah. us, "Would you like to have a tour of our room?" You know, we're available after five o'clock anytime. We would say, we would say that'd be amazing. Let's go. That's, that <laughs> yeah. sounds like a wonderful plan. Yeah, a couple that's there to not bullshit appreciates that, and I yes. think the people need that's to realize right. that that mm-hmm. there are people out there that appreciate the fact that they got childcare, they're mm-hmm. at an event, they want to make something happen, they want to view it as being spontaneous and oh, the stars aligned. But it didn't. You made that shit happen exactly. because yeah. you made the stars align because right. you put yourself in their consciousness and you made yourself available. Let them perceive it as mm-hmm. such. Oh, 
they just were such a nice. No, you were you fucking programmed that shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's the only way you can really have a wonderful time every time. Mm-hmm. So that way, when you look back on your year. It was just an amazing And I would say, looking back on this week, we've kind of fell into that where the couple invited us back to their room two or three times Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the couches, you know, and we were kind of like, all right, this is going to... You were in their room? We were in their room. We've been in their room three times. And you didn't play? Nope. Was it just you? You four? Yes. Yes. Oh. Who, well, whose fuck up was it in the, in the transition? Were all their lights up? Did they have mood lighting? Was it dark? It, it It was meeting up before we went to the event. Yeah, and they were like, let's come by for a drink, you know, and so I was kind of thinking... Maybe something will Maybe happen. Maybe something. Yeah. And so I guess... They said, oh, it's time. You're on ready to our, go. On our end, I was thinking, we're going to their room. Mm-hmm. They'll make the move a little bit more than... Mm-hmm. Yes. Did, you know, and I right. guess... I guess you should have just we, walked we in and been like, let's go. No. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, so they, we they failed on our end. We failed on our end, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds like the... Um, I think they maybe were going a little slower. I don't know. It, is, it was an epic yeah. fail. <laughs> I don't think it, it's a bad thing that happened. You know what it is? It's a learning lesson because mm-hmm. yeah. I think next time someone says, come to our room before we head out to the event, yeah. then immediately I would hit back with, do you guys want to do a quickie, you think? Or mm-hmm. is that even an yeah. option? Right. Because we could meet at 5 and yeah. then do that and then be at the event by 8. There's nothing. There's no shame in throwing that out there. That's true. Because by not asking and by assuming, which is like a big mistake that like we, we made. you and me. Yeah. So, so exactly. <laughs> right. um, if, first off, we said earlier, we don't assume people like us to get naked, ever. Right. We just assume that they're friendly people. Uh, we have to find out. Like, mm-hmm. I yeah. want to... A, a great positive response. Yes. Are we going to do stuff? Do yeah. You guys feel sexy tonight. You know, you will do some play. You guys are full swap, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Any 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 rules, parameters, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. You know, in in a nice, fun conversation. All that stuff would have been done before we went to anyone's room. Yeah. We would not show up cold to anyone's room. Right. And if we did, we would have that drink and get the fuck out. Yeah. Looking back on it now, you know, accepting dinner invitations and you know, do you want to join us mm-hmm. in the VIP? I, I think next time we need to have our parameters set. Why are you inviting us? Are, are we looking at something further? Are mm-hmm. you just being friendly? Or are we our oh. pals? Are we that conversation? To, needs are to are be we out. looking to set up something yeah. in the bedroom? Oh, I later? think we, I think that they friend zoned us at this point. I feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my recommendation for you is don't meet up with them again. Yeah, um, right. Because what will happen is it can actually have an opposite effect. If you say to them, "Hey, we'll see you guys at the party or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it is," then they might feel like. Damn it! We really were counting on them for tonight, and now they will pursue you. Yeah. If that's it the way go it's going to pan out, yeah. great. Yep. But I think if you have a, a possibility of a sexy time tonight with some wonderful couples, have you been talking? Be honest here. Have you been talking to other couples about meeting up tonight? We ran into a couple, but do you have any plans? Set no plans. No. So, but it's the last night. We're here. We are hoping. Hoping a dream, hoping more people show up that mm-hmm. we can target. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know that hope isn't. That, yeah. That's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't open up a McDonald's with no. hope. Yeah. No. You need good marketing and good skills. Yeah. So here's the deal. So tonight, do you have people that have been communicating with you by email, or have been messaging you by kick? No. You've no, you we, put out any feelers? I, I, again, we don't. We don't do the. Here, here's our own fail. We don't do the website stuff a lot. We mm-hmm. show up to events. You've and been more chill. Work the crowd and see who we want to. And pursue. by the way. Nothing wrong with that. Exactly. A lot of people do that. Oh, I yeah. think for the most part, most people, people that perceive mm-hmm. us as like those fucking assholes, yeah. everyone's a target to them. Right. We've actually heard that from people. Mm-hmm. They, they'll say, those guys are pretty like like out there on it. Like yeah. they're, I don't know. Mm-hmm. They're not our type. Right. They'll scare us. And that's fine because you let yourself known. Exactly. If we scare you, we don't want anything to do with you. Right. Because why would I want to share my beautiful wife with an amazing credit score <laughs> and, a booty, and a booty? Why would I want to do that if you're a limited thinker or an yeah. asshole of some kind? Yeah, so that's negative, yeah. Or exactly. negative in any yeah. way. Because it's not that they're wrong. In their, in their model of the world, they're right. 
Yeah. And so they just don't match with us, and that's fine too. But right. at least you elicited their thought process, that's right. which will help you. So um, I would say uh, if there's anyone out there listening and they're in a situation like this, you're at an event, you're not certain what's going to happen the next two days, the event is one more night and it's mm -hmm. over, right? And you're trying to make something happen that night, I would simply go back to your... Uh, if there's not a awareness campaign consists of, mm -hmm. by the way, we have an episode on it, uh, rendezvous, a speed mm -hmm. dating alert yep. on Cassidy yep. or an SDC. That stuff is all out there. That, that puts out the lure. Go back to the people that have sent you a hello, how are you, which is a, a reach, mm -hmm. a touch, touch point message. Go out to the people who have um, liked your pictures recently, and then you send out a quick hello, uh, just a little simple like, yeah. hey, last day of the event, what, are, you, are you guys around tonight? Yeah. You want to link up for a drink tonight? Just wanted to put it out there. So-and-so, here's her kick, here's her text. Mm -hmm. If it is true that you're trying to make something happen, I'll give you an example. Like for us, yeah. we didn't plan anything tonight because we have a bunch of food credit that we need to use from the casinos mm -hmm. that give us free food and shit. So we have set out tonight to do a fancy steak dinner for us. So everyone that has reached out to us, we've actually just said, our, our Saturday's fucked, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe Sunday. That's what we said. Truth is, we could meet somebody at 11 or whatever, mm -hmm. but we just, we still have a rendezvous up. Mm -hmm. a, a dating alert, yeah. but it's just out there. So if you did want to secure a date, then I would just say visit those profiles, give them a picture like the people you know that are mm -hmm. in town, and then that's the way to kind of force the night yeah. into, a, yeah. into a great outcome without it seeming like anyone's desperate. Because you're not. You're a hot couple. We know you guys are going to have a great time in town, right? Yeah. But only if you would love to meet up with a sexy couple is when you'd have to turn up your marketing. And put the feelers out. And yeah. it just, yeah. And that, that I think that'll work for most people listening in. So, God, this was... I know. Yeah. This yeah. a great time. Well, I think we'll wrap it up. Yeah. And we'll cut it up thank there. you guys Amazing. so much Amazing. for... Amazing. Any websites or anything coming up you guys want to promote? <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> Lay it on, sure. on us. We're down Our podcast it. website. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Our website is priorysociety.com. And we've got merch. They're looking yeah. sexy yes. today, too. <laughs> so, so we are, we, yes. We made, we made shirts with our podcast she logo just, on She just it. pulled her top down even further to show the cleavage. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. You know, here's the thing. People talk about the black rings, right? Yes. We've been wearing our black rings for uh, two and a half years. We've never had a sexy interaction. <laughs> Nobody with asks us about rings. them. Ever, ever. <laughs> um, pineapples uh, on your shirt. You got a pineapple. In your shopping cart. I mean, in yeah. your shopping cart at Whole Foods. Come on, man. At Walmart. You want that creepy guy at Walmart following you around? <laughs> the Ron Jeremy looking guy at yeah. Walmart following you around <laughs> in his crops. Checking out your your, um, your shopping cart. You have a tub of mayonnaise, duct tape, and rope. And, okay. and, and you know, you're upside down pineapple. You're going to be a creeper. Listen, so we made shirts with our logo so that you can identify other listeners. Yeah. Freaky people. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of listeners who are not swingers, but they're open-minded and they want to try the lifestyle. Yeah. So we did that. But the shirts, look, we're not here to pimp out the shirts. We just wanted to mention that yeah. because they're a great way to open up a conversation. Hey, you listen to them too? You listen to Flamingos yeah. too? You, it's a you're, you're talking to a kindred start. spirit. Yes. You're talking yes. to someone yeah. who's pre-qualified. You've got something in common. and Yeah, yeah. yeah. The conversation's built in. Yes. <laughs> that episode on this, whatever. Yeah. Um, so the website, PriorySociety.com. We're on every podcast catcher. Yes. And we just talk shit, man. I mean, listen to our, uh, if you like shows, podcasts, while you're driving and mm -hmm. passing time at the gym, you want to learn some cool stuff and hang out with us a little yeah. bit, you know, we record uh, on many, many topics and we'd love to hang out with you guys. So if you vibe a little bit with our style and you maybe want to get some more tactics and strategies, the stuff that we, you know, maybe share yes. with you today, mm -hmm. come and join us at our, our podcast. And on Cassidy, our profile is Latino Sexy Couple. Mm -hmm. On SDC, our, our profile is what? Latino SXY couple. Yeah. We couldn't spell out sexy, yeah. awful. We, we enjoyed 
our time with you guys yeah. and, and spending time it's, with you and it's been fun with your listeners as well. Yeah, and I actually I I suspect that they got some good stuff out of this episode. Oh, I, we get tons of good yes, stuff. I agree. I mean, we went deep on a lot of like really good topics that yeah. could help even experienced swingers yeah. learn a lot from. When you said deep, I look at this. <laughs> hey, he's wanting to go deep on us. I know, so. you want to go deep on her. <laughs> the white girl, dude. You must I know. <laughs> you want to hit the bottom. Now, no, no, wait, does she have the right side of the back of her heel? The white girl foot. She's a white girl foot. I keep hearing that. Like, oh. It's super straight in the back. Oh, so he loves her, that. Her it's like one straight line. It's that tendon back there. Right? Oh, That's that part right there. Yes. Right. She had the white girl foot. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, while well, I've got you guys here, I just want to thank you. Like I said, I've reached yeah. out to you quite a bit. Yeah. You've been a big inspiration. I think y'all are one of the top-notch podcasts out Appreciate there. That. From thank production you. values to content to y'all are smooth as butter on the microphones. And again, thank you very much on a personal level for helping yeah. me helping me get a lot of this started. Oh, um, man. Again, thank you. You guys thank are you. doing great things. Yeah, our it's, pleasure. It's mm-hmm. a privilege for us. Yeah. Actually, an honor that we could... Uh, not only play a part in, in your podcast creation or mm-hmm. inspiration or whatever it is that you, that you called it, but uh, just being here with you and being able to record with you guys. Yeah. For us, that's the ultimate thing because ultimately it's about the listener. And Absolutely. And the people that vibe with you may not be the people that are already listening to us. Exactly. And so yeah. yep. we introduce each other to other cool people and everyone benefits. And I think mm-hmm. little by little we're just elevating the lifestyle and the experiences that people have. Yes. One couple at a time, one event at a time, right. and one interaction at a time. And that's what we hope for our listeners and for yours, too. Absolutely. Okay, so again, before we sign out, uh, we always give this disclaimer. We're not going to be the podcast for everybody. You're either going to love us or hate us. And again, <laughs> I hope uh, Eros and Isis, when this is all done, are proud of us and don't say, what the hell did we do? Turn these <laughs> monsters know. loose. So, uh, thank, so thank you for everybody. And again, check us out on uh, Swinging Flamingos as well as the Priority Society. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Have a good one, guys. Bye. All right. I don't know about you, Mr. Flamingo, but I really enjoyed that interview, and it really got my juices going, and I'm not talking about my mind. Well, I don't know how to respond to that. I'll just sit here and look (laughs) stupid for a minute. How's that? That was, it was a flirty interview. She was super hot. I think you dug him, but she was super hot. And oh, yeah. She, he was definitely sexy. And then she would lean down and show a little cleavage and be talking, and I'm just like, okay, I'm going to sit here and look stupid. He made me blush quite a bit to the point where I, I just wanted to listen to his voice and just be like, oh, just whisper in my ear. I think you were ready to be done talking and do a little making out after that. Yes, I was. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Good job there. Kudos. All it takes is a smooth, sexy, talking Spanish lover, and you're all over it. I didn't even have to set the room lights or anything. I was just like, DDF, let's go. You'd been fine to do it in the lobby, wouldn't you? (laughs) Yes. So let's backtrack a little bit. What are our takeaways from the interview as well as our situation with the Vegas couple? I think let's talk about how the Vegas couple ended. Real okay. quick, so we can kind of touch up on that. Be good to finish that up. Go ahead. After we left the hotel, we went back, and the other couple kept messaging us. Which this was the final night of the convention. Yeah, and so we just kind of, I would say, stepped back, thought about it, and realized that, you know, I don't want to say our feelings were hurt, but... They were. Yeah. We kind of felt like we were being hung out that last night. 
And then after we spoke with Eros and Isis, he just said, look, take a flying leap, which that's a little bit extreme for us. Well, because we don't ever, I always say don't write someone off because you never know what the future might hold because you maybe will hook up with them later or something. But I think that it made me step back and realize that they were holding out to the very end for us where they should have done it two nights ago and then... Let's address that. Let's let's look at what we consider the mistakes they made with us, looking at it from an objective point. What, What mistakes would you say our couple made with us? Well, I think being honest with us, being up front, I think that even though we knew they hooked up with that couple the night of the white party, mm-hmm. we already knew that was lined out. No big deal. Yeah. They could have invited us. That would have been a fun one. Yeah. But whatever. The second day, the excuse was that she didn't feel good, but they should have told us that up front that day. Hey, she's not feeling good. She partied too hard the night before. We are interested in you guys. Hey, that's cool. You know, we'll go look for another couple or we'll go hang out. We won't sit around waiting and thinking. Which now we're in an odd scenario because it's not that we don't want to be friends with people, but if we're looking to play, us spending a whole day investing our time and running around with you, which again, they were fun people. We're not taking that away. But at the end, our ultimate goal that night was to play with somebody else. So when we spent a whole day courting you and we walk back to the hotel room and you go, okay, good night. And we're standing there with our dicks in our hands. Well, I'm standing there with my dick in my hand or my dick in your <laughs> hand too, rather. Your dick in my mouth later. There you go. Which, which is not a bad scenario for me, but it's not the scenario we wanted out of this. No, we wanted to bring a couple extra toys in our room. So now, Mr. Flamingo, what mistakes do you think we made from our standpoint now wait a minute wait a minute, wait a minute. We're, we're perfect we make no mistakes you might be i fucked we, up more stuff than i can count on a daily basis don't you know we know it all oh yeah yeah <laughs> we, we are the experts we have a microphone in front of us so that must make us pretty important here <laughs> that don't mean shit looking back on things we could have done different and some tips we picked up from eros and isis first thing is we need to decide if we're playing or socializing we need to establish that up front pretty quick hey we can have all the friends we want but if we want to push someone to a bedroom scenario we need to identify that pretty quick or at least give them a good hint of where we're going with it yeah and i do like how they said kind of line stuff out a little bit quicker at the big events play a little bit earlier and then go back to party because i'm down for that because that's one thing i really like is the partying part of it the dancing the socializing and when you're trying to hook up with someone we, I tend to miss that. That makes me feel sexy and makes me in a good vibe. Going back to what they said, sort out the people you're potentially looking to play with. Yes, I agree. Another thing that we might have done wrong was on the dinner invitations with them, spending a little bit too much time there. I look at the scenario at the club that night at the Mandalay. We went to a VIP section, which then they were already kind of identifying their targets and the other couple, and we recognized that and gave some space. But when you put yourself in a VIP situation with a couple or at a big event, you're really isolating yourself from a couple hundred people that are potential playmates. Yeah, now I will say that I thought that we did good because we did go socialize and talk to other people, and we met a lot of people there. And that was one thing that got a little odd. They would be making out with their couple, and at times we felt like the third wheel, which they didn't lock us down. It's not like we were going to cage with them, but when it felt like they were focusing on the other couple a little bit more, we just simply said, hey, excuse us, we're going to play the room. And with that said, we met quite a few people as well as some Dallas people that we hope we got future play sessions with. All right. I know you're curious to how our night ended the last night. We went to the event and there was a burlesque show and we kind of distanced ourselves and we sat up front. They invited us to sit back in the back at their table and we chose not to. So a little bit into the burlesque show, the wife in question came up and sat with me for a little bit, which hey, I was thinking that was a good sign. I'm like, okay, something positive is going on here. But after a bit, she started telling me, 
well, there's a couple at our table that's creepy. I don't really like him, so I'm using you as my escape. So well, that's go, not very flattering to us. It's not flattering at all, especially when I questioned if she was really into me the whole time. I know my flirt game really felt off, but that, that really kind of sealed the deal for me. You know, Eros and Isis mentioned, hey, we're attractive people. We should know our worth. Play hard to get or play don't at you know, don't, all. Don't play at all. Don't play at all. So for me, that was kind of the icing on the cake there as far as killing the deal. We'd love to hang out with them, but we're going to have to establish some things up front. This is a friendship or this is a play scenario. Yeah, we need to make it more clear. Now, later in the night at the dance, he came up to me and apologized because I think they... I'm just, I wonder if maybe they play differently and they've maybe never been to such a big event that they don't realize the difference between a small bar scene versus a big lifestyle convention. Because he did come up and apologize to me for kind of leaving us hanging. Leaving us hanging. I think after we distance ourselves, as we were suggested to do, they, they might have realized that. Earlier, once we left the interview with Eros and Isis, he just told me, he's like, I'm going to be disappointed if we hear y'all hooked up with them. He said, y'all need to establish some distance because they are playing you. So we went back to the room, and as we were at the room, they're across the way sending a sexy text, being like, hey, let's do this, let's do that. And I think at one point I even came back and said, no, I think we're going to watch the Avengers before we go to the event tonight. You know, yeah. not, not being snobby, we just we needed to excuse ourselves from that situation at that point. Yeah. It had already taken a bad turn and wasn't really recouping. Well, we don't need to have sex just to have sex with someone else. Not with anyone else. I need to have sex just to have sex sometimes. And you did. And I did. Congratulations to me. <laughs> now, let's admit something here that you won't hear hardly any other Swinger podcasts admit. We actually did not have sex with another couple. We struck out, for lack of a better term. Yes. I think that we put too much time and effort into the one couple, thinking it maybe would happen. And we didn't really see a lot of other couples that we were interested in. But because we kind of got in the game so late. Well, yeah, and then we spent a day and a half of a three-day event chasing one couple to realize that it wasn't going to happen or it was a bad situation. We wasted a lot of time. Yep, I agree. I think in closing, I think a good takeaway for big lifestyle events and closing the deal would be, I think more on our end, would be to be more upfront with couples quicker. And that goes both ways. Yes. Express your interest or lack of interest in a couple. Hey, you can be friends still, but if you're wanting to take it to a play scenario, especially big events, we find that out. Speak or forever hold your peace. And if you don't want to play that evening, maybe schedule the next morning play or, you know, something like that. Schedule more. And I think our interview had some really good advice from them, too. Eros and Isis had a fantastic way of doing it, if that's the style you want to choose. You can search the websites, the who going list, start sending out feeler messages, kind of pre-qualify who you're interested in actually pursuing. And then when you get to the event, move it up or down from there, depending on, on your attraction to them. If you're more like us, and I'm not as big on the, the websites or social medias and stuff, I think when you get there, be more upfront and getting to know people and figure out if you just want to be friends with them or if you actually want to schedule playtime with them. Play the room. Again, our big mistake on this one was we liked the couple, so we went, spent quite a bit of time with them, both at the club, at the award show, and then dinner. In all essence, we lost nearly two days of time on them for something that was going nowhere. Now, I know this is a big shocker, but Mr. Flamingo, we don't know everything about the lifestyle, and we learn after every event, believe it or not. It's a learning scenario. I think we even applied it last weekend when we went to Colette of who we're going to pursue and don't spend a lot of time on the duds. Yes, exactly. Well, I hope you enjoyed our learning process. I know we got something out of it. We feel smarter already, don't we? Yes. <laughs> well, and I, I think we did learn stuff about each other, the way that we, I'm going to call it, hunt. <laughs> I've got to get rid of that term. I still sound like a sexual predator, so the way we fish. 
Let's throw the line out there. Don't give me a rifle going looking for women. The only problem is, is that uh, your fishing is more of a quick and real back real quick, where mine is an actual fish. I throw it out and kind of let it sit and wait and wave in the water where you're like, wheel it back in real quick. Let's go. You're doing the fly fishing where they stand in the creek and throw those lures all day. I'm there with a big net going, let's see what I can catch in this. Exactly. All right. Well. Is it time to wrap it up? It's time to wrap it up. I know. uh, I guess I'm going to go out and throw my net out and go grab me some uh, net of dicks. Bag of dicks? Net of dicks. Net of dicks. You got it in this episode, didn't you? I did. Since we're talking about fishing, it's net of dicks. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for joining us. We hope everybody's enjoying the shows. Please feel free to give us feedback on any of our social medias, through the website, however you want to contact us. We've heard from some people already. Got some good feedback. Got a couple negative ones. But again, we love to hear from you. Now, Let's go Flamingo. Well, we hope you've enjoyed our podcast. We are now on all major podcast platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. You can also find us on the web at www.swingingflamingos.com. Email us at swingingflamingos at gmail.com. And of course, we would love to hear your questions, stories, and comments. And you can find us on social media on Twitter at SwingingFlamin1. And that is S-W-I-N-G-I-N-G-F-L-A-M-I-N with the number one. Instagram as SwingingFlamingos and Cassidy.com as SwingingFlamingos. Thank you guys for listening. And if you want to hear Miss Flamingo's sexy voice in real time, her personal cell phone number is no no, six, no, eight, no 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 don't be giving my phone number out all right maybe next time mr Fl- shit <laughs> fucker yeah good for me too i'm so tongue tied i can't even talk about the fucking interview